Hey, you are now listening to the Graceway Podcast. Let's talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk episode 50. We're at episode 50 because of you. You made this an awesome time for us. And I want to make sure that you guys know we're taking a break. So we're going to take a little break here at episode 50. We're going to recalibrate and then come back at you with some new material. But we don't know when we're going to come back at you yet. So I want to make sure you hit that like, subscribe, the follow button so that you get notified whenever we launch this thing back out. And of course, we're going to let you know ahead of time. But today I get to sit here with Pastor Tim, episode 50, talk about Amos. What a great way to... <laughs> What For a great obvious way reasons. To have a yeah. finale is the book of Amos, right? It's like, what, are eight chapters? And that dude had a hard job. I was yeah. wondering where you were going to go with this, yeah. right? Like I always do, right? Until yeah. I see your notes or I, I listen to you. I'm like, man, this guy, it's like, here's six chapters of bad news you get to go deliver yeah. to right. a bunch of people. And yeah. go and do it well, Amos. Yeah, good job. But I like what you, what you did to pull it apart. And especially um, in your sermon on Sunday, you talked about there's a difference between a prophet yeah and a prophetic word yeah yeah i thought that was cool too at least in first service i think it was that you shared about like i've some had people prophetic words speak yeah. some prophetic words yeah. which coming from the history of our church hasn't always been a uh yeah a thing, pro- pro- a thing. yeah maybe yeah. maybe not as open but but there's yeah. a thing there but as far as prophets yeah i've met some people here that thought they were prophets uh, yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it's kind of like the guys that drive around with the truck that says redneck on the windshield yeah yeah right like if right. you have to say you are then you might not. you might not be <laughs> i don't know anything about that but uh of course yeah. you know that's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm thinking about amos and when you read through that book again we're covering some short books here so for yeah. people who haven't read their bible these are these are easy reading. easier books to, yeah. to jump into yeah and one of the things that I saw in there is Amos negotiating with God. Yeah, right. And I think this is something, for me anyway, that I hear so many people like, God just is the puppet master with people on strings. Yeah, right. And immediately I started thinking through, no, like Moses negotiated with God yep. about the golden calf. Yep. And repeatedly. Repeatedly, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, Abraham yeah. was Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. And God continued to work with him yeah. on it. And I just think he's not a God that is sitting there with every step marked out. There's a lot of freedom here. And he's he's a reasonable, loving, generous God, which of course you get into generosity, but. Yeah, and that, it, it, the pattern with all of those individuals is relationship. They had a relationship with God. Exactly. And really whenever anybody says God's just a up there somewhere, uh, I understand why people feel that way, but what they're really saying is I don't have a relationship with God. Yeah. Even if I'm a Christian, even if I go to church, um, they they aren't in contact with relationship with to know, to have experienced God. Uh, obviously, it's not Him changing, but uh, just being in relationship, conversation, uh, transformation, all of those things. And so, yeah, Amos was a guy that, you know, even though he's an odd fit for what God called him to do. Mm-hmm. You can see in his interaction with God that he had a relationship with God, wanted to obey God, uh, even though he kind of felt overwhelmed with what God was wanting him to do. Um, you get the sense that he was always going to do it. He just sort of needed to get his head around it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. And I think about, too, with relationship, um, one of the other ones was Mary. Yeah. You know, she asked Jesus to perform a miracle. Yeah. He said, not yet, Mama. No, yeah. She said, please, like, yeah, do this. And, and he did. Yeah, and he did. Um, so anyway, I just, I love that 
God shows us that. He does. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. And even with someone like Amos, who was like, whoa, God, this is too much. Like, yeah. can we dial it back, please? Yeah, and it's an interest. I mean, he's a contemporary with Hosea, who gets another, you want me to do what? Right. Um, you know, go marry marry a, a woman of the, of the street, you know, a hooker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, marry her, have babies with her. And it's, it's a brutal, brutal call. Jonah, go to Nineveh, which would have been a brutal call for him. Obviously, mm-hmm. didn't handle it well, but... The whole so it's an interesting kind of slice of time in the covenant people of God, where God's calling these individuals in the office of a prophet to right. uh, to do these wild things, so that people can come to redemption and back into relationship. Yeah, and a lot of it has to do with like there's some sort of there's actions that come with our beliefs. Yeah, that's right. And you know, God's sending people there to say, hey, yeah, stop. Yeah. Like, Let's Definitely. be done. And yeah. uh, I put in my notes here. You, you had a line that says, for all followers of Jesus, our faith requires consideration of what God says our perspective and behavior ought to be. Yeah, that's right. It's got to be both. That's Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can have a belief yeah. system, but it's going to come out of action. That's right. That's right. You know, yeah. Can... And we're in this time with lots of words and not so much action. But, um, <laughs> yeah, in every direction. In every direction. Yeah. And so what an incredible opportunity for the people of God to employ their beliefs in an actionable way yeah. uh, to distinguish uh, themselves and more than that, God. And, you know, these are these are old topics. Justice is an old topic that is getting some more run because of some recent things that have occurred. Lots of people talking a lot about how to fix it and what's really more about what's wrong than how to fix it. That's right. And uh, I would love the church, but I, more than that, I would love this church to be, yeah, let's be conversant, but more than that, let's, let's get elbow deep in this thing and, and serve and lead and advocate and be generous and let's, right. let's do it. Belief has action. That's right. If, if I tell my kids, I love you, yeah, but they never see it, experience it, feel it, there's no action to support it, that's right. then yeah. it's, it's empty words. And that's essentially what God says to the Israelites through Amos is shit, like enough with all this church activity. Right. Um, yes. Get busy on redemptive activity. Yeah, and uh, it's an interesting paradigm because we, in you know you know you and I both love the church, uh, love this church, but love the church and have experienced a lot of blessing from the church. And so it's a it's an interesting thing to acknowledge. Religious doesn't always mean redemptive. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we want people to come to church. We love coming to church, but that's a step. It's not the whole journey. And, uh, and, and you know, when God says, stop all the things I told you to do, it's just basically, you know, stop with the sacrifices, stop with the singing, stop with the solemn assemblies, right? Let justice roll down. I mean, it's a, it's a jackhammer of a statement. So. Yeah, and apropos for yeah, I would say where we're at and then and now. Yes, yeah. and we yeah. probably probably every generation has yeah. said that because it seems like the sky is falling. Yeah, but, yeah, but it, it rings true. Yeah. And I love the part about where you said like uh, retribution and repair. Yeah, right, right. And I think that comes back to the beliefs have action associated yeah. with them, and they have behaviors associated with them. And I will say for for Graceway. Um, I hope the same would be true at other churches, but yeah. we have a pretty generous population here. Yeah, we do. We do. You know, I'm, I'm grateful that even through a pandemic, through mm. low employment, through crazy 
gas prices and everything else right now, yeah. people continue to say, I'm putting God first. Yeah. And, and it allows us to do things here that I wish more churches yeah. could do. Yeah. Um, I, I won't say they don't want to, it's just they're, they're not in, they don't have the capability to do that. And we've built a lot of partnerships and yeah. provided a lot of opportunity. Um, and you mentioned one of them just about the human trafficking we yeah. were able to get involved in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, to, you, you're being gracious in that, uh, obviously we don't know, but churches that want to figure out how to, uh, to, to be really clear. So we, we keep our staffing low. We mm-hmm. we're debt free. We keep our, you know, our admin side low and we, we try to keep a lot in ministry and missions and, um, and, and so, yeah, one of the things we were able to do is we have a couple that we partner with on the human trafficking side, Love Justice, and they do an incredible, incredible yes. job. Yeah, they do. And uh, they were visiting. I had a meeting with them, and we were able to write them a check to uh, open a new post uh, at one of the significant airports in North America that is a hub for human and sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to write them a check for $35,000. Uh, they didn't know it was coming. You know, really, I think only a handful of the board knew, we knew, right. a couple of staff people. So that was a cool moment. You know, in the last year, we, uh, we've we had uh, Armenia fund, we've had a Ukraine fund, we've had about $100,000 pass through that. In a couple of weeks, we're going to ask for a camp offering. Yeah. We're in a, we are in a great neighborhood great in the sense of you know so many good people yes uh a lot of history uh some complicated history mm-hmm. uh but a transitioning neighborhood and we have a lot of kids who come to this church that going to camp is prohibitive and and i i grew up in a single parent home i remember i i had i worked at the church so that i could go to camp right and so we do everything that we can on the operational side so that when the church gives, it just goes directly to a kid. 100%. And uh, 100% of it. And so, you know, every year that I've that I've been here, not to say that you guys didn't do this before, but we've raised between thirty dollars and $50,000 for that. And that's literally just off of like two weeks in a row asking. Right. You know. And so it's a pretty incredible thing for God's people to put activity to belief and send kids to camp and mm-hmm. and send money to countries that a lot of our folks have never been to and right. and and care enough to reach in their pocket for uh, women and children that are being affected by trafficking, which is just a horrific issue right now. And uh, and all of these are issues of justice, right? Right. All of these are issues of justice. Being able to cross the bridge, fill the gap for a kid who otherwise wouldn't be able to go to camp. There's reasons the kid can't go to camp. Right. Complicated reasons, familial, you know, societal. And so for the people of God to say, yeah, of course God has blessed me. We want to send you to camp because we believe God's going to do something. God's just and God's generous. So yeah, it's a it's an incredible church. Uh, 79 years, just getting started. But uh, it, it's important for people to understand when we're generous, it's it is many times in response to injustice that generosity occurs so yeah and we've taken a stance here um like we don't have a food bank here we don't have a homeless shelter here we don't have a a spot for people to come in off the streets but we found partners in our 
you know, eight decades yeah. of ministry here inside Kansas City yeah. that are doing those things well. Yeah. And uh, I don't know we advertise that a lot. It's probably a good space to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Some of those. Like I think about City Union Mission. Absolutely. Working with the homeless people. They've been doing that for like over 100 years. Yeah, that's right. And we have a great partnership with them. Um, Veronica's Voice. Yeah. yeah. We have people here yeah. in our population at Graceway yeah. that came through Veronica's Voice, which yeah. helps women come out of life on the streets yeah. and prostitution and trafficking. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's just so many opportunities, I think, that we're connected to. There is. That I feel like people are trying to re-engage, like yeah. society, if you will. It's been a struggle the last two years. It has. You couldn't. It was tough to take action. I think a lot of yeah. our, we'll just say Graceway, um, had a lot of beliefs and it was hard to take action, which I mean, that's probably another one to talk about too. It's like unite in crisis. Yeah. We have people come out and feed the hungry yeah. and provide us food and money to be able to do that. Even Jackson County recognized what yeah. we were doing, wanted to partner with us yeah. because of how we we're moving. Yeah. And so I just think Graceway here is doing amazing things. And uh, Well, and toward that, just, you know, a lot of people toward the, it's hard to take action. Um, it, it might be hard for you to take action, but there's typically great orgs, great individuals who are taking action. If you don't know what to do, just go help them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, philosophically, that's what we do, right? Like, we have a very narrow business. Um, we, don't, we don't start schools. We don't, you right. know, we don't build housing complexes. We, but lots of God-fearing, Bible-believing, uh, justice, redemptive oriented people are doing that in our city. And so what better way to represent the people of God than to affirm you're doing a, you're doing a work that is not, that's not our business, mm -hmm. but we want to support you do that. And I think that's at the church level and individually. And yeah. so if you are somebody who's saying, man, I want to get involved, just know that Graceway has a lot of partnerships that if you say, I want to get involved in X, even if we don't feel like we have the expertise, to do that, we know somebody who does, and we'd right. love to connect you and uh, believe that God's people, you know, Graceway, we say we're a church for all people, and of course we want to be, but but stylistically and culturally, uh, not everybody's going to fit right. incredibly well at Graceway as much as we might try. We're we're a certain kind of church doing a certain kind of ministry, mm -hmm. and that's why a good ecclesiology a good we're a church in you know this right. spectrum of great churches in kansas city we're not the best we're a church we want to work with god's people across all lines and across all ministries and that's good for the church and it's good for our city yeah I mean, we partner with other churches in the metro yeah because they've taken a hyper focus on something that's and right they're the best in the metro at it so why exactly. would we Exactly. Recreate the wheel. Uh, yeah, and be not there. as good. Right. Right? Yeah, it, it ends up, uh, sometimes churches get in this spot where they think they're the only ones who can do, not like, be be great at whatever you, your gifting and your calling could make you be great at. Be, you know, distinguish yourself. But you're, you can't be. You can't in, be all of it. You can't be all of it. That's why, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. That's right. Uh, there's a handful of things that Graceway is good at, wanting to be great at. Partner. Partner to, yes. toward your weakness. Partner toward things that aren't in your calling. And it, and uh, and that's a justice issue, too. Absolutely. Right? Uh, because there are people who, are, who come from a different place and... Uh, and sometimes churches get a little myopic and a little homogenous and a little 
self-righteous and reaching across things to establish unity and fellowship. It's, that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not trying to compete with each other. We're that's all on the true. same mission. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. trying to have a bigger whatever or better whatever unless exactly. we, can, we can do more together in this. That's what yeah. people have come to us. I can't tell you how often this happens. People are like, we need a food bank. I'm like, I'm so glad you're passionate about a yeah. food bank. We don't here's have their number. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's REAP. Yeah, exactly. The Raytown Emergency Assistance Program. Yeah, this is right. who we partner with. That's right. And they're they're killing it and 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 are already so far ahead of us that any progress they make will either put them further ahead of us and we can just come alongside them with uh, affirmation and economics and help them help them get better. Yes. And it, but again toward this i mean i i don't want to soapbox this too hard uh you know you say we aren't in competition you and i kind of chuckle but it needs to be repeated we aren't in competition correct the church has got to get to an anti-competition space like not only are we not in competition we are against competition yes. in the church and stop being so particular about who you can partner with um they don't have to have your exact you know, doctrinal statement, your exact this, that, the other. If they're good at something, they love Jesus, they care about their city, give it to <laughs> give it to them, partner with them. You know, we just, we make our tribe so small mm-hmm. and feel very kind of sanctimonious about it. And the only people that suffer, the people that, that could be benefiting from us encouraging and working together. Right. Um, so let, let's, let's go from this church little C to church big C in Kansas City yes. and put our best foot forward uh, with the people that have calling and expertise in areas that we can just say, I don't know how to run a food bank. I don't know how to run an orphanage. I don't. It, I don't I'm not called to that. But even if I, I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> right. So, so somebody's doing it. But we do know how to get into Syrian refugee camps in Iraq. We do know how to do that. <laughs> we do know how to do that. Yeah, but what I'm yeah. saying is, like, we have people from other churches join our mission trips. Yeah, that's right. Because those churches, are, they're dumbfounded. They're like, you go where and do what? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, exactly. yeah, actually, we do. And yeah, you know, I mean, you have them. We have a, a hospital in Mexico. Yeah, we have a hospital in the Yucatan that's self-sustaining, self-supporting, nonprofit. In order to get into the hospital, you have to come through a local church. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know how to do that. Uh, our <laughs> our missions <laughs> Ricardo knows how to do that. Uh, but yeah, so if you want to do those things, come come our way. And the things you want to, you are doing, we want to come your way. Right. And we want to be open and humble and generous in our perspective, and believe that God uses different kinds of people, callings, and churches for His His plan. Yeah. And so yeah. Yeah, and I think about too just some of the other stuff that we have going on around the world. Like, uh, well, even yesterday, I think because of Gracewood's generosity, one of our missions partner had an issue yesterday. Yeah. They didn't make a request, right? But we just caught on to something. Yeah. And we're able to just send some money to meet a need. Yeah, that's right. Where they're reaching, hunt well, probably thousands of people. Yeah, that's right. That's and then right. I think we got an email yesterday also from one of our partners in another country that yeah. said, "Hey, yeah, I've I've evangelized here into yeah. these areas." There's two guys that are willing to pick up that torch. Yep. And if you spend, I think it was like $2,400. 3400 3400 yeah, yeah. They could yeah. reach, each of them could reach 10 more villages each. 
Yeah, and right. <laughs> already fruitful. And right. this is another great principle, you know, follow, follow fruit, right? So if he, sometimes people come, I, every week somebody comes to us with an idea yeah. of what could be. Yes. And it, if the only thing that I need, what, no, no, this is a, this is a guy that you're referencing who there's already fruit and long time relationship, long time relationship. And with some, with some money, we could have potentially in God's kindness, more fruit. And so, yeah, it's literally a couple motorcycles and we'll probably, uh, do some stuff around clean water, but, uh, yeah. And the only reason we can say yes to that is because this church believes in justice-based generosity. Right. And, and so it really does all go back to God's people being active. And, and what you and I talked about last week with, you know, the, the cultural center of the church having moved to the global south, but the economic center is still here. That's right. And so churches, and that's why I want to make the point, when you say, you know, maybe, maybe they can, maybe they can't, they can. But you, we do have to reorg the way we view our money mm-hmm. and our systems to be able to help God's people get a vision for. You do know that if, if, if you give what you won't miss to what God is doing in other places, um, there is fruit connected to that. Yeah. And you're going to have to, you're going to have to, you're not going to get any credit. Uh, we don't have any control. Um, this isn't a competition, right? We're just going to gladly, you know, to a large degree, anonymously try to bless somebody because God's really blessed us and believe that when we do, it's not only redemptive, but it's just, and it glorifies God. Yeah. 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 And, and one thing I don't want to miss here too, is the opportunity like, well, one, I think that church leaders get a bad rap because we're always, it seems like, you know, they're always asking for money. Sure. And I think, one, we, we try not to do that here. Sure. We just rely on generosity. And then I think this is an opportunity to share about, here's some of the things your generosity are doing. Yeah. Um, but it's not just money. Here at Graceway, we ask you, if you go through Growth Track, like, to give of all your resources. Yeah, that's right. And our, probably our most valued resource is time. Yeah. And that's absolutely. where I see our dream team um, coming in. And this is where small groups go yeah. and serve at Reap or Veronica's yeah. Voice or City Union Mission or Bishop Sullivan. You know, there's yeah. a very long, long list, list that we can just yeah. keep going yeah. here in the metro. And and that's where we see action taking place. Also, yeah, it's right. not just getting up out of your seat to grab your wallet and send some money to something, but getting out of your seat and actually going and doing yeah, that's right. something and then bringing people along with you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's, well, I mean, really, we have, we have Sir Day coming up here we do. later this month where that's yeah. an opportunity for people to get up and... yeah go do something we're going we're trying to stay predominantly right here real close to church we are we're taking over all the raytown parks that's right yeah several schools yeah, yeah. city union mission yeah reap i mean there's there's even our neighbors right here next door we're yeah. looking at doing some stuff with temple heights you know? yeah yeah and that's you know i, I want to encourage people I, you know a lot of us are finding it hard to get back into the rhythm of getting active getting out and um you know, when the Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive, that's with your time as well. Right. And so some of these um, serve day, small groups, outreach dream team, some of these these systems that we that we have, um, we want you to be a blessing for in and of itself. Yeah. Um, but we also know that when you're trying to be a blessing to our neighbors at Temple Heights or to our community here in Raytown, that, that God blesses you, mm-hmm. and and we want both uh, for people. 
but you you're going to have to kind of take God at his word and get out of some of the habits and some of the norms that we've gotten to over the last couple years where we're, we're just a little stuck and uh, we don't we don't need a full leap but just a step toward mm-hmm. uh, serving a step toward activity a step toward the promises of God around those things and and God will meet you in those and and bless you as you try to be a blessing to other people yeah and I did share with you earlier about you know even in the military we saw this yeah that people people were just beat up over the last yeah. couple of years and there was a time that we did some serious training and I could just see and feel the morale of people come up because yeah. all of a sudden they're on mission. Yeah. They don't have time to sit and be mopey. Yeah. And they're actually doing something, giving back, and they're doing it with, around people that they enjoy. Yeah, that's right. And we don't, we think, I don't have the bandwidth or the time or the energy to do that. But what we don't understand is those things fill up those right. categories. Yes. And when you're operating in, in gratitude with generosity toward purpose, God in his kindness fills up some of those. Part of the reason that we're depleted is because we've, and I say this with all due respect, we've just spent so much time focusing on on negativity, on uncertainty, on division, and on ourselves. And we don't think that focusing on self has a depleting effect, but the Bible says the opposite. Right. Um, That if you want to get filled up, figure out, calling and purpose and take act, action around that. And when you do, um, God meets you in that in a supernatural way and fills you up in a way that that we really haven't been experiencing because we've been stuck in our houses, yep. separated from one another. And so just an encouragement around serve day or small groups or those kind of things. I understand why we are where we are, uh, and there's no condemnation or judgment around that. Sure. But the only path toward refilling is toward it's toward others and uh and god will bless that well that comes back to our that's our mission that's our mission that's right you know god's told us go go and do these things and there was a was abraham kuyper i think that you had quoted yeah Yeah. says the church's job is to make disciples rather than change society yeah if we tell people we love them yeah we have to have action behind that yeah and so if we are going to make disciples yeah Making disciples will change society. Yeah, and this is, man, this is, there's all kinds of, um, so Abraham Kuyper is, you know, he's with, with Jesus now. Um, but, uh, you know, some, sometimes we, uh, I don't know how much time we have, so just real quick here, okay? <laughs> We're going to episode 51. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, sometimes you'll hear people say, like, we want to change the world one person at a time. And there's a, there's a book by James Davison Hunter called, to change the world, where he basically says that's not, that doesn't work. It hasn't worked. Right. Uh, institutions do have to change. Uh, so how we try to approach it here is we make disciples of people who take justice and kindness and grace and truth with them into those institutions. Um, so we want to think systemically and institutionally. It really is the only way to change a society. But we are we are also hearing a lot of you know if the church doesn't do then america's going to whatever dot 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 and that is not a biblical concept i don't i don't think i think that god calls us to make disciples to bless the community that we're a part of Um, but the way that the church has sought to influence our country is politically right and that is that also does not work 
Um, there is there is no historical precedent around that. Uh, this this is what works, and this mm -hmm. times scale, uh, times intent, times you know uh, generosity and justice and equality and advocacy uh, at the institutional level that has to begin at the individual level. And uh, and, and right now, I, I man, I'm praying, begging the church to come off of these political pursuits. It is not our team. Not, not only theologically is it is it not defensible, ideologically it's not defensible, and pragmatically it's not working. It's not, not it's not working. We're losing. Uh, let's try a different way. And, um, you know, we have midterm elections coming up, and then a, a, you know, God help us, another presidential election. Like, Let's try different things and uh, and be a blessing locally. Let's stop worrying about D.C., yeah. worry about K.C. for Graceway. And uh, this is where we're called. And um, and in God's kindness, you know, God's going to allow us to, us to grow as disciples, us to make disciples as a church, and and in whatever effect that has on society, uh, we'll, we'll be grateful for that as well. Yeah, I really think if we spent... We took the time we're spending on yeah. worrying and social yeah. media yeah. and watching and all the stuff and yeah. just, I say just, like if yeah. we do what God asks us to do That's and we right. put all that energy into those things, yeah. then we as people would change, That's right. which would change our church, which then our community, our state, yeah. our you know, it just, it spreads contagious. out. And it so does. that, that is scalable and that is yeah. a proven model. Yeah. And exciting. Exciting to right. think about, but yeah. we're going to have to come off of some of these other, these other pursuits because as simple as God's promises are, they are all encompassing. Mm -hmm. you, you don't, you don't take fragments of what God says. You have to go all in on what God says. And, uh, and when you go all in on what God says, you get what God promises. But when you give God, I'll give you a, a little bit, but over, I don't know, God wants it all. And, uh, and so we want to be people who say, okay, God, this is, this is what you say. This is what's true. We want to orient ourselves toward that. And then whatever you see fit to provide us in that work is good. Yeah. And I think about it, we have people that don't go to Graceway, don't live in Kansas City, that sure. watch and listen yeah. to this. And I would say to them, like, get involved in your community. That's get involved right. in your church. That's like, right. You don't have to send your money here. You don't have to give your time here. We're not trying to do that. We're trying to yeah. change the world through the ways that God's given us. So yeah, PJ and I talked about this in episode whatever, 46 or whatever, you know, during COVID, a lot of people started watching us and we're grateful and humbled. Absolutely. Man. Like, it's a, it's a wild thing to get an email from somebody in another country or another state. Right. Uh, and so thank you and find a local church. We aren't your <laughs> yes. local church, you That's know, right. episode 50, we are not your local church. And what I mean by that is not, we cannot make good on the promises of membership here to you if you're in New Mexico or Washington or Malaysia. Or we, mm -hmm. we can't. Right. And, uh, and you can't experience the benefit of being in this local church if you aren't local. And so, again, you know, maybe this is a good way to end. Man, thanks, thanks for watching us for 50 episodes. We're going to come back in a couple months and try to be even better. But in the meantime, if you need help finding a local church, Please tell us. We know churches all over the world. Yes. And we want you to be in a local church. We want you to be using your gifts and your calling in that local church to be a part of making disciples in that community for God's glory and the blessing of that community. Yeah, and to that end, we don't compete with it. Like, we're here to help you. If That's you're in right. another church somewhere, 
we open source everything that we have. Everything. We yeah. literally, I've downloaded, sent, emailed, Dropbox, whatever stuff that people say, hey, how are you doing this? Here's everything that we're doing, and then we, we'll try and walk alongside you to help you. So if you're at a church and you say, I want to do what you guys are doing. Yeah, and just when you make it better than we're doing, can you let us know? Please, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all, and we're constantly looking at how to make things Always. better and, yeah. and have a lot of help. And we've had churches do the same for us. Yes, we have. Grateful. Yeah, that's how Grateful. we got an internship program. That's exactly right. <laughs> or in a residency. Like we yeah. just go down the list. Yeah, that's like, right. We're not that's proprietary. Right. We just want to do great things. Just, uh, yeah. If we Thank do you. that with you, then that's what we want to do. Okay. So, any final words for episode 50, Pastor Tim? Thanks for watching. See you soon. All right, there you go. We love you. We'll be back soon. Thanks for tuning into the Graceway Experience. Hope we can talk again sometime.